Two guys. Two topics. Two, two, two. two opinions. You talk. Give me two. This is the split story of the day on 97.5, 1280 The Zone. And The Zone Sports Network. Three right side, no good. Rebound comes down to Ingles. It was hard to win. It was Finney Smith again. Ahead is Niang to the rack. The minivan just went to the top floor and jammed it with the right hand. 119-114. It's a five-point game. We're into clutch time. Jazz played a back-to-back. They got to tighten up for two minutes here. Donovan, one-on-one, driving on Finney Smith, their best defender. Hands it off to Rudy. Drop steps and packed it on Porzingis. Oh, my. Rudy Gobert. Don't do me like that. Donovan, guarded by Hardaway. They switched Finney Smith onto him. Donovan drives, lost the basketball. Picked back up by Gobert. Hands back to Donovan. Donovan works the right side. Brzingis comes to him. Baseline fadeaway jumper. Good. Donovan Mitchell, you are marvelous. All right. Uh, big night for the Utah Jazz. They held on to beat the Mavericks last night, Gordon. They have now won three consecutive games. They led by as many as uh, as 20 in this one, Gordon, but uh, held on for a 123-119 to victory. And uh, Jordan Clarkson uh, continued his red-hot play of late, and we see the 25 points on an efficient 10 of 17 shooting. But how about this, Gordon? Jordan Clarkson had eight assists last night. Yes, he did. His, his impact on the Jazz is remarkable to me. I wrote about it today at sltrib.com. Uh, that's all I could think of in watching that game last night. That the contribution this guy is making to the Jazz is fascinating. He's always been able to score. I get that, but now he seems to have a a uh, motivated by purpose and by need. He knows his team needs him, and he knows his team can be really good with him. And that combination is making him play even better than he has over his some of his other stops. And uh, it, it's infectious, really. You saw Moutier come in and play really well. What, you're going to stop mid-sentence so Austin can take a picture? You are a vain, vain man. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you're right in the middle of a point. Austin comes I made in my point. To, to take a picture, and all of a sudden it's... In the middle of a sentence, just so you can uh, make sure to get a good smile. Well, I had to make sure that the brown came through. And how did you accomplish that? I think by, by being straight on <laughs> to the camera as opposed to being reflecting off the sky. Uh, but uh, yeah, so it's full of it. It's uh, Clarkson's uh, contributions are catching. And Moutier uh, had his say in what was going on. And the Jazz were sagging in that second half, man. They, it, without that contribution off the bench, I think they'd lose that game. I do too, but I, I thought Locke made a really terrific point when we talked to him in the postgame show where he said, this is, that game is why you build up a 20-point lead at halftime. It's because you're on the second night of a back-to-back. You know the second half. You're probably going to run out of gas a little bit. And they certainly did. I mean, it was obvious. The Mavericks reeled them back in and actually did it in pretty short order in the third quarter. And then, to your point, see, I'm not arguing. I'm adding. I'm agreeing. I'm not arguing with you. I'm, okay. I, I'm, I'm building up your, your point. Okay. Uh, the value of Jordan Clarkson last night is when it got to 84-80 and that yeah. lead was down to four mm-hmm. points. Clarkson, he's a walking bucket. He can go out, and he and I know the Jazz gave up a 27-1 to run a, a few games ago, but he can stop the other team's run and kickstart a run of his own because he's that good offensively. 
And I think his defense is suspect, certainly. He's not terrific, but... Yeah, that nice defensive block. He had a block, yeah, yeah, no doubt. Well, well, I guess that plays to my point where it his care factor is really high. Yeah. A lot of times, I, I think, with some of the, the six men in the league that are, that are you know, professional scorers, a lot of times the, they're, they're almost uh, mercenaries in a way where I'm going to come in and I'm going to do my thing and then I'm going to sit down. And the, the, the care factor isn't necessarily high because that's your one role and that's what you do. But his effort on defense is really, really good. His effort all the way around is really good. And that's sort of the right. same point I was making about, about him knowing his circumstance here. And knowing he's needed and knowing that if he plays well for this team, they could be one of the best teams in the West. And so he's, it's even more fuel on that fire. And so, yeah, I, I'm impressed by what uh, this kid is doing. And I, I think the Jazz are awfully happy to have him because picture Dante Exum in that role. How would that have gone last night? Oh, wouldn't have. Uh, speaking to your care factor thing, did you see his reaction at the after Bogdanovich hit the shot in Houston? Everybody was excited. I, I you saw the the uh, the the uh, what was it uh, the, the the cluster I guess of jazz players who were celebrating. But who was hopping up and down on the edge of that huddle like like Jiffy Pop on a hot stove? It was Jordan Clarkson. He seemed more excited than anyone in that moment, and that speaks to exactly what you were talking about. Yep. And in that game, let's not lose sight of the fact that Quinn Snyder, and he talked about, Jordan talked about this in the postgame, Quinn Snyder was going to put him back in with about four minutes to go. And he said, hey, those guys are, those guys are rocking. Let them go. <laughs> I mean, he basically said, no, you don't need to put me back in the game. All good. They're playing. They're doing just fine. Let me know if you need me. I had second doubts uh, or second thoughts. At that period in yeah. the game, against, I thought maybe against yeah, maybe, maybe uh, no, no. I I meant I meant yeah. I thought I'm sorry. I thought you were talking. It about was last the Houston night. game that okay. he, that that right. happened. It was you. against the Rockets. Yeah. Well, either time it would have been advantageous probably to have him in the game, but the other guys got the job done, so it, it doesn't matter. But that speaks to uh, a pretty good teammate. I think so too, and I I think he's fit. In very well uh, with what the Jazz are doing as a culture, even though his game isn't traditionally what we think of um, as Jazz basketball, right? I mean, because he's the, the blender, the blender yeah. ball movement, and and his assists aside, because he he moved the ball great last but, night. But, but but Jake, I remember you and I having this conversation last year, saying. Yeah, it's a beautiful thing to watch the Jazz offense and all that, but wouldn't it be nice to have a guy you could just hand the ball to and let him do his thing and get you a basket? And that's well, what he does. Well, Donovan Mitchell can do that at times, but Jordan Clarkson can do that too, and maybe Mike Conley can as well. And that's that's a nice, uh, nice little characteristic to have to your team when you need it. That picture Austin took, it, it's gray. <laughs> That's the grayest picture I've this ever is, seen. This is getting uh, more reaction, like right down the middle, than the old gold dress or blue dress it, or whatever. It's, it's it was. wild how anybody could call that brown. <laughs> I see it, it both. It, it I is, see both. It is brown. It is not brown. It is brown. It is not Jake, brown. I'm really starting to question starting what to, you're able to see, and that is you. that doesn't even have any shade of gray in it. That is Wait, gray. did I misspell gray? 
Or did you misspell gray? Oh, I probably misspelled okay, gray. Right, I right, just right. swiped no. it in on my phone. Oh, is it, it E Y or A Y? You can go either way. Yeah, well, that's, I think, that's helpful. Well, yeah, you see, you're right either way. Okay. I think gray A Y is probably more acceptable. But well, I mean, while we're my... while we're arguing ridiculous things, yeah, let's argue how to spell gray. <laughs> I don't know. I just swipe on my phone and it spits out words. Uh, gray though. That, I, I that, can't believe anybody that else is, is seeing brown. it. And then I said, and then I said, now look, this is brown, and then the writing on the front of the shirt is kind of a beige. It's kinda, white, and he says it's white, but my this shirt is white, and that does not look like this. You're crazy. All right, uh, one more thing I wanted to bring up real quick, and we can uh, we can talk about this uh, throughout the day as we converse about the Jazz. But Rudy Gobert last night was 17 and 16, and and Ben Anderson brought up this point in the post game. I, th- I thought he was right on. You look at Kristaps Porzingis's line where he had 28 points, seven of 17 shooting, only had five boards by the way, mm-hmm. uh, had a couple of blocks. But you look at those, uh, the compare the stat lines. You say, oh, you know, Porzingis had a good night, and and Rudy was Rudy. You kind of don't think much about it. Rudy dumb. Dominated Chris Stapps last night. Dominated. Okay, I mean, pushed him around poor, all night. Yeah, I'll agree with that, but poor Singers hit some nice shots from distance. Did he? Yeah. He was three of nine. Uh, well, I'm, I didn't say he was particularly efficient. Seven of 17. I, I was wholly unimpressed with poor Singers last night. I, I think his shot selection indicates a lack of effort. I think uh, they need a big guy because I don't think he's that. I know he's seven three, but uh, they he he is not he is not a, a big. And maybe they you know the five out is kind of a trend, and that's probably what they want to do offensively. They shoot, they shoot how many threes did they put up last night? But uh, I was uh, but against a player like Rudy, they're in real trouble. Uh, they shot forty three threes. Yeah, they, they like this. They, they like shoot the second it, most in the NBA yeah. behind the Rockets. Yeah, and that was without Luca. I mean, they had. Two players with 10 shots, or 10 total threes. Well, yeah, and Doncic would have made a big difference for that team. Uh, let's say it the way it is. They've He's actually the played— players in the world. They've played pretty well without Doncic, though. I, I'm not disagreeing with you at all, but they've they've actually played pretty well without him. Porzingis has been better, in fact, without Doncic. I have a feeling that had Doncic played in that game last night, it, it, it would have really hurt the Jazz. Why? They beat him with Doncic here? I know, but it was there. And they haven't been good at home. They're they, 500 they, they at home. They barely beat them by four points at home without probably the third best player in the league. On the second night of a back-to-back, and they were up by 20. <laughs> Jake, I can't believe you're arguing this point. That their effort would have been, their overall uh, performance would have been much better with Doncic in the lineup. And just in the past couple of weeks, they got smoked by the Rockets without Harden and Westbrook, and then you plug those two players back into the Rockets and the Jazz win. Wait, wait, wait a second. So what wait, are, what wait, are you wait, talking wait. about? Well, generally, teams play better with their best players. Well, and let me let me add to it. Where did the Jazz get smoked by the Rockets with without uh, those two players? Where were they? I understand. I believe that. it was here, but it doesn't. And, I mean, and where were they I'm when they beat them? I'm generally speaking that you play better with your best players. But in that case, that wouldn't prove to be true. <laughs> there's exceptions. There's outliers to darn near they everything. Just beat Dallas. Apparently, at there's an outlier that this is brown. That's gray. And we already got a, a, a tweet from somebody who says just they are voting brown just to uh, upset me. Oh, good. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, that was, Thank you. Did you just I, I'm, I am begging, please, for the love of man, please. 
Even if you hate my guts, please, on this particular issue, I'm begging. Andrew Reinhardt is here, our friend from Wasatch Medical Clinic, uh, 801-901-8000. First of all, good afternoon, Andrew. How are you? How are you? Guys? I'm doing well. Okay, we need your help here. <laughs> okay. Now, you, you, Gordon has been doing this color theme. You saw yesterday oh, yeah. he was all he was red. in the red. Yeah. yeah. And today, what color would you say that Gordon has gone with today? Gray. Bam! <laughs> yes! <laughs> Yes. What did I miss? This is Gordon, brown. Gordon is convinced oh, that this, this, is, is brown. this is brown. My wife this and I is argue gray. About this very same you, thing. Do you argue with your wife? She is, thinks this, everything's brown. I think everything's maybe gray. Maybe this is a thing. Yeah. Maybe maybe this gray brown thing because this couldn't be any more brown to me. You're wearing a you're wearing a gray hat <laughs> and a gray shirt, Andrew. <laughs> I've been doing radio with Jake probably for, well, I've in one form or another, probably for a decade. Uh-huh. Today, I may punch him. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Today, wow. I may punch him. And I officiated at his wedding. Yeah. Because. <laughs> All right, but I might punch him. Because I'm pointing out that you wore a gray shirt. See, his sweatshirt is gray. Also, also gray. Also gray. Also yes. gray. Yeah. Is this the yeah. same as that? It is a different shade. It is a different shade. Yeah. of. And Andrew's wearing a different shade of gray, uh, but also char- but charcoal. also gray. Yeah. That's yeah. charcoal. Yeah. Charcoal gray. What do you mean that's charcoal? <sighs> like, is there in the basic box of crayons, is there a charcoal? <laughs> I can't believe. This is amazing. Andrew, it's great to see you, by the way. <laughs> this, is like, this is like the gold. This is, you're exactly right. It's like that gold blue thing or black. What no, was it's, it? it's nothing like that. What was that? Because you're wearing gray. Everybody was arguing over the color. This is split. Apparently, this is split down the middle, Austin says. All right. uh, Andrew is with us, Andrew Reinhardt. And of course, he is here. He is here to settle (laughs) our disputes. Do you have a procedure where it will stop me from punching you? Decrease the anger. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Let's talk about Valentine's Day coming up. Raise other things and uh, lower. Oh, yeah. really? Yeah. I paused for that. Can we, <laughs> okay, can we move on? I apologize. Uh, Valentine's Day is coming up. Yeah. Uh, and you're helping guys with their relationships. Bottom line. We are. Yeah. Uh, acoustic wave therapy for erectile dysfunction has been a game changer. Um, I always talk about patient satisfaction and success stories. Um, I talked about a 76-year-old guy who was seeing good results. We saw just this morning a guy that was older than that, 80, um, and guys in their 20s and 30s. Here's what I would say say when it comes to erectile dysfunction if you are noticing the early stages never have i seen it correct itself without something like this medication doesn't correct it it maybe temporarily gives you a band-aid acoustic wave therapy treats the root cause problem of ed you'll get better and it will not get worse you'll get that blood flow back when you want it and where you want it so kind of to sum it up there Really, there are a lot of good candidates out there. There's yeah. not, I mean, not too old, not too young. If yeah. you're having these issues, like like millions of Americans do each and every day, yeah. you could be a candidate for this treatment. I don't see many people that are not a good candidate, so just about everybody can benefit. Now, to be totally sure, we do a doctor screening. Mm-hmm. Um, he'll sign off on you, look at your medical history, look at some medications you're taking, uh, and be able to tell you what kind of results you can expect before you get started. 801-901-8000 is the number to call, and you mentioned that uh, doctor screening that's free for our listeners it is yeah call us now it's totally free it's no obligation this is not a pressure situation you can come in just get the information also um call us now get started on our treatment we've got a special valentine's gift for you that produces instant results in the bedroom 
I have never seen it fail, so we're going to throw that in for free as well. Well, tis the season, tis right? Tis the season. 801-901-8000. Give them a call right now. 801-901-8000. Wasatch Medical Clinic. Thanks, Andrew. Thank you. And thanks for settling our dispute. Golly, he's a smart man. I've said that for a while. Smart, perspe- perceptive. He's really good at uh, his areas of expertise, which uh, color is apparently not one of them. Stay tuned. More next. Big Show, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone.